Cue the intro. listening to Ms. and Mrs. Podcast. I'm your host, Dashing D. This is your weekly dive into all of the things. And yeah, I'm here. What's up, everybody? I hope you're having a wonderful week. I hope as this week comes to a close, you are feeling good. pretty decent week and for me I think I'm finally leaning into the fact that Christmas is coming up Christmas is now a week away well yeah a week away from today I'm ready sort of almost I'm like I would say about 80% prepared I finally started doing my shopping I'm getting into this Christmas spirit slowly Very, very slowly, I'm watching this Christmas once or twice a week at this point. (laughs) I told y'all that's like my favorite around the holidays. But yeah, I think I'm finally there in a matter of speaking. I, I don't really think I had a choice. When you have children in your family that you need to buy for, you kind of got to get with the spirit. Also... I don't know if I mentioned this before, but I am my family's Santa. When I say that, I mean that I do all the Santa-related things for my nieces. So we typically have Christmas at my sister's house. And, you know, on Christmas Eve that evening, I will go through the whole process of baking cookies with them setting up the cookies and the milk. I make them write letters to Santa and we read a Christmas related story. It used to be the night before Christmas. I think in the last couple of years, we've kind of switched it up based on whatever books they got from school or whatever. And then after they go to sleep, I share, well, not just me, (laughs) Me and my sister and my brother, we eat the cookies. I drink the milk. I write them letters back from Santa. And that starts the whole gift wrapping process. It's, It's ridiculous. I need to stop wrapping gifts the night before Christmas because it is the most stressful thing. I don't want to be up late on Christmas Eve anymore doing that. I'm. I think I'm getting too old and I'm not nearly as excited as I used to be about it. But Christmas is for the kids, so as long as they're taken care of, and as of right now, they still believe in Santa. I don't know how we've been able to pull it off for this long, but we have. Uh, According to my sister, this is probably going to be the last year that um, Santa Claus needs to be around because they're just getting too old. And you know, kids, a lot of times kids learn that there's no Santa Claus from other kids because they spill the beans. Little twerps. But yeah, so that's probably going to happen at some point. So, you know, really want to make it a good one. So I'm trying to get in the spirit. I'm trying to get in the mode because I need to. So the other thing that I did was... 
I baked cookies today. I, I did some really domestic shit today, actually. Now that I think about it, this I took a day off. So I woke up in the morning. I made myself a spread. When I tell you I made a spread, I made eggs. I made breakfast potatoes. I made, you know, the the Caribbean girl in me made fried up some salt fish and whatever and with some avocado and you know it was delicious it was delicious you had to be there I'm sorry you couldn't make it (laughs) so I did that did some other stuff around the house and then I was like I'm gonna bake these cookies I have bought the stuff to bake these peppermint white chocolate cookies I've made them before they didn't come out well the last time I made them but I made them today and can I tell you first of all tip when you find recipes on websites or you find recipes on Pinterest or whatever make sure you read the reviews and the comments because they're so helpful a lot of times people post recipes that for whatever reason don't work when you do it and a lot of times you'll think oh my gosh it was me what did I do wrong no most of the time, nine times out of 10, when you follow a recipe to a T, other than the fact that your oven may be a little bit different from that person's, if it's completely off, it's pro- something went wrong with either their instructions or like maybe they added something in or maybe they subtracted something that they should have included in there or some additional information Always look at the reviews and the comments because people will tell you how they tweaked it a little bit to make it better. I don't agree with the people who say, I completely changed half of your recipe and it was delicious. That's annoying. But for the people who are like, um, the, the tip that they gave me, which this person didn't say, was make sure you put the dough in the fridge before you bake the cookies. My cookies came out perfect so perfect. They taste so good. They look so good. So I'm really excited. I know that's a small thing, but who cares? I'm excited. So y'all just gonna have to deal with my excitement about my cookies. So what do we need to talk about this week? I honestly don't have a petty or not. I just, nothing, nothing pressing comes to mind. So I'm not even gonna I'm not even going to try to make something up. I just, nothing annoyed me this week. So I'm going to leave that at that. Can we talk about Dionne Warwick for a second? My namesake? I wasn't named after her, by the way. At least I don't think so. My dad named me. Apparently there's like this whole dramatic story about how he wasn't there at the hospital. And... He called and told one of his sisters to make sure my mom didn't name me because he wanted to, he had a, he had this name that he thought of that he wanted to name me. And it turns out that the name was Dion. Um, But I think the only reason he named me Dion was because it was simple. And that's really it. I don't think there was any real reason. You know what? I should ask him now that I'm an adult. I should be like, hey, dad, what was going through your mind other than this is a simple name? She'll be able to read it and spell it. Hmm. 
Anyway, Dionne Warwick joined Twitter, I guess, a couple weeks ago, and she has been on fire. I mean, tweeting up a storm, or as she likes to say, she quotes, um, or who quoted, because I think it's past tense. I think it's supposed to be past tense, but she's hilarious. She's just being her very Dionne Warwick self. And being an auntie, she's making jokes. People are like, oh, people need to take Miss Dion's Twitter away. She's like, nah, I'm not. I'm a grown-up. I'm good. And yes, it is me tweeting. I think she has her people pop in every now and again and tweet for her when she needs them to. But otherwise, it's her. What's hilarious is that her son is constantly commenting on her tweets and being like, mom, could you please put your phone away? She called Billie Eilish uh, William Eyelash the other day, which I think is actually a reference to SNL, but I haven't seen SNL in a few weeks, so I did not see where it originated. But apparently she thought that that was actually Billie Eilish's name, which... It's hilarious. She's also been trolling Chance the Rapper. And, oh gosh, who was, the, who was the other rapper she spoke to? I don't know. But she basically said, I don't understand why you have the rapper in your name when we know that you're the rapper. So that was cute and fun. She just, she's just being really cute and fun on her Twitter. So if, if you love good tweet, definitely check that out. I just thought it was hilarious. And I started following her immediately. Anyway, um, my Rainey's Black Bottom. Can we talk about that for a second? Uh, have you guys heard that there is this new movie on Netflix? Again, it's called Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Chadwick Boseman. It's Chadwick Boseman's last film. Um, Glenn Turman is in it from a different world. Uh, oh gosh, why is, I'm blanking on what his name was on a different world. Uh, not, he wasn't Mr. Gaines. He was the Colonel. Um, Viola Davis stars as Ma Rainey and Taylor Page is in it. It just has a really talented cast. I watched it today and it was beautiful and I didn't expect to get emotional or just have any type of reaction to Chadwick Boseman's performance, but I did. I think it's just when you're watching someone who's now passed on and seeing them in their greatness and then knowing that this is one of the last things he did before he passed away. It's just so many things. It's it's ceremonious in a lot of ways. And again, just really beautiful. I just, I enjoyed it. He did a phenomenal job. I mean, he's a great actor and has always been, but this was a great performance. I wish that he was around because... A lot of people are already saying that, you know, he deserves an Oscar nod. He deserves 
he deserves all of the accolades for this role. And I would happen to agree. So, you know, you just kind of wish that people were there to get their flowers while they were alive. But I just want to encourage everybody to watch it because he really did a great job. And I loved, I loved every moment of it. I didn't know how I was going to feel about it. I didn't really know what it was about. It's based on a play from the 1980s. And they cover everything from race to class to gender. Um, it's just, it's, it's a really deep conversation, especially especially regarding race. Um, per usual, it's very, it's very timely. And you just have to watch it. You just, you just have to watch it to really understand what it is. Um, and, you know, this, this conversation about the way we interact with our white counterparts. Um, they really shine a light on that. And I just, I, I had a great time watching it. So check it out. You know, um, I think that you will be pleasantly surprised, may not be the word, but it's definitely a pleasant experience. So well, it's not the ending, but I'm not going to spoil it for you. But yeah, I wasn't expecting that. Again, I don't didn't know a whole lot about the story before I watched this. So, you know, you learn these things after the fact. Anyway, let's take a break. I'm going to be real honest right now. I don't really think there's a whole lot to discuss. As I said, I don't have a petty or not for this week. I'm in a very good mood. <laughs> There's just not a whole lot to say. The year is coming to a halt. And we're about to start a new whatever that means. But there's not a whole lot to talk about. I mean, I guess the only thing that I wanted to mention is the vaccine that is now here. And I saw someone, I think it was Crystal from the Read podcast. I saw her uh, say something like, if you don't want to take the vaccine, say that you don't want to take the vaccine, but don't spread misinformation about people being guinea pigs and people being lab rats. Let's be clear about something. And I think that this, this is helpful because I hear a lot of, a lot of people saying this, including, including my peers. So the vaccine was tested on other people before it was released for public consumption. Just, just, just so we can get that out the way. I'm not saying we know everything. We don't know everything. They don't know everything. Long term, they're still trying to decide, is this going to be something that you get once and then never need again? Or is it going to be something where in a year or in two years or in five years, you need a booster. There's still so many unknowns. But I think that it's worth it for people to 
do their research, read what is going on. Obviously, a lot of times information that we get is skewed towards whoever it benefits. So if this is what the government wants us to believe or think or see, it's going to sway one way or the other. But what I would say is my recommendation, and I'm nobody, but but I think as we as we embark on this new phase of our world, I think we owe it to ourselves to at least do the research, read up on it, and as much as you can, go to different sources, not just one, and figure out what's really going on here. I know that people, some people were concerned that the first person in New York was a Black woman. Um, it was also administered by a Black woman, I believe. I understand wholeheartedly why people of color would be concerned that we're being given something that has only been tested to a certain point. And when I say to a certain point, that doesn't mean that it hasn't been tested for its efficacy and its side effects and all of those things. It's just that it's still new and so few people have taken it that, and so little time has passed so far that long-term they're still monitoring that. So I would just suggest do your research, make your own opinion. We are not guinea pigs. We are not lab rats. I also think it's worth it to point out they would never give a vaccine to the vice president or the president-elect or people who are highly monitored and highly protected unless they thought that it was going to work. I think that's just, that's just, I think, common sense. Um, it, that wouldn't be it wouldn't be worth it to them to do that unless there's some big conspiracy going on and we're just we're just all sitting ducks waiting for it to unravel but i've also been watching designated survivor lately so conspiracy theories <laughs> conspiracy theories are swirling around in my head constantly these days because if you've never seen designated survivor I wouldn't even say go watch it. It's a really good show. It's just part of what we went through this year plays out on the show. A lot of things that I've been watching lately, it's like, wow, there was so much foreshadowing going on in the media and we didn't even, well, I didn't even realize. But It's a bizarre thing. So if you don't know what the show is, I'll just explain it real quick, just in case you're interested. So every time every time um, Congress meets or there's like the state of state of it was the state of the union address. That's how it starts. It's the state of the union address. And they have to pick, since everyone is in the same building at the same time, they have to pick one person who will be the designated survivor. If if in the event that um, the president and anyone else in the line of succession all somehow pass away, there is someone who is designated to be appointed president in the event that this happens. 
it actually happens on the show. And so it just goes through the main character trying to navigate being president and people just completely being like, who the fuck are you? Why are you here? You're not our president. We don't respect you. It's a really interesting show. It went, it was on for three seasons. I think the first two seasons were on ABC and then Netflix took it over. You know how Netflix likes to, you know, scout out shows <laughs> that are on other net that are on networks and be like, oh, y'all didn't want this. Okay, well, let's take it off your hands and let's try to make something of it. Unfortunately, this was season three is a miss. I wouldn't ever say not to watch it because I thought it was really interesting. But season three, when you get to season three, it's a little bizarre. And I understand why it didn't live on on Netflix. But yeah, so that puts a lot of conspiracy theories in my head, just watching shit like that. And I tend to watch a lot of political dramas and things like that. But back to the vaccine. I'll be honest, I would like to take it because I would like to go outside. (laughs) Um, I'm sure my my job would also appreciate me returning to the office. And yeah, I don't know how that's going to go if there's, if I don't take the vaccine. What I will say is the first vaccine that came out, the Pfizer vaccine, if you are prone to allergic reactions, they don't want you to take it. So you know what? I can't even take the vaccine right now. I can't, but this is why I'm saying you have to do your research. You have to make sure that you're understanding what's going on and talk to your doctor if you want to know what the risks are and what the health factors could be for your personal situation. Do that. Um, But I do agree that we cannot at this point spread misinformation. And I also feel like everyone has a right to refuse. Like if this is not something you're comfortable with, if you feel like you need to wait a year or two years, In the long run, it's better if we all or most of us do it, but I totally understand where people are at and the fact that it just may not be the thing that you want to do. So I just wanted to say that because, again, I feel like I I do keep hearing this whole, well, I'm not a lab rat, I'm not a guinea pig, I'm not this, I'm not that. No, you're, you're right, you aren't. And that's not what's happening right now. They're not, they've already had people volunteer for the clinical trials. So those were the guinea pigs. If you, I don't even like to call it that, but yeah, that's essentially what it is. So I wouldn't be as worried in that sense. It's not like they're like, Ooh, that person looks good. But this person fits the description we need. Let's give them a vaccine. That's not how how vaccines work. And I implore you to like learn a little bit more about how vaccines work because people are like, oh, it's rushed, yada, yada, yada. A lot of the shit that takes forever with a vaccine or with any drug for that matter is red tape. But what do I know? I work in media. I don't work it. I don't work in the in pharmaceuticals, but I do. Um, I I do know a lot of healthcare professionals, and I do. Uh, my mother actually uh, works in clinical research, so she's very close to what's going on right now. So I've been able to pick her brain and find out information there. But I just wanted to share that with you guys because 
I know people are feeling weird about it. Honestly, hit me up and let me know how you feel. Like, is this something that you think you should be doing? Is this, are you one of the people who are like, because there's people who are like, I want to be first in line. Like, when it's my turn, I'm ready. Give it to me, whatever. And then you have people who are like, fuck out of here. And both of those sentiments are valid. So hit me up and let me know what you think. Well, since we don't really have a whole lot to talk about this week, I'm not going to keep y'all. I'm going to get out of here. Um, I'm going to just do dope and black and we're going to wrap it up for the week. <laughs> so for dope and black this week, this will be our last black illustrator that I intended on highlighting. I'm sure I'll find more, but for now, this is the last one that I wanted to talk to you guys about. Um, her name is... Eni, and you can go to eni-edit.com. That's e-e-n-i-e-d-i-t.com, and she does like. I'm trying to figure out how to describe her art. It kind of reminds me of like not pop art, but I can't really describe it. It's just very cute and fun and I don't know but she does calendars she does greeting cards um it's too late to get the Christmas cards now but and planners she does stickers she does prints and it's just really cool I love seeing black faces on a notebook and I'm guys I have a confession to make I'm a notebook hoarder. I'm a big notebook girl. Like I have, right now I have about four different notebooks going at the same time. They serve different purposes and sometimes overlap, but for the most part they're, you know, I have like the work notebook, the podcast notebook, the school notebook, the I just need to write down some shit notebook. But yeah, I, I'm like a big, <laughs> I know it sounds super simple, but I'm a big notebook girl. I love that. So her her stationery and all of that is just it's so cute. And again, I just love being able to see black faces on these types of things. I buy a day planner every year. I decided to not buy one for 2021 because I only used my day planner through March. And then after that, I, it's been sitting on my bookshelf, which I'm really upset about. I pay good money for the planners that I buy. And they come with like cutesy little stickers and things like that. And I'm actually really excited about finding Eni because now I can get stickers that actually look like me. So I'm a little frustrated with the whole planner thing, but I'm not doing it. I'm not buying a new planner for 2021. I'm going to wait and see how the year goes. If I need one halfway through, I'm sure I can find one, but I am not going down that road. I also plan on buying some of the stickers for my nieces because I think it's really cute and it'll be really sweet for them too. Um, spread a little black girl magic. Anyway, um, like I said, that is Eni dash edit.com and yeah check her out
like to thank you all for listening. I really appreciate you. (sighs) Next week is Christmas. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know if I'm recording an episode next week. I'm going to try. But I don't know if there will be an episode next week. So... And I have a bit of a surprise for our next episode. Next episode or the one after that. But don't hold me to it. I'm going to try. Christmas is on Friday. I mean, maybe I can work something out. I am working next week. So we will see. But if I don't talk to you before Christmas... I just want to wish everyone, whatever you celebrate, whether it's a Merry Christmas, a Happy Kwanzaa, a Happy Hanukkah, which I think is happening right now. Um, I hope I didn't completely miss it. But if I did, I apologize. And just I just want to wish everybody a happy holidays from the podcast to you. I love you guys for listening. I really appreciate you. And you'll definitely hear from me before New Year's. I just don't know about an episode next week, but look for one because maybe that's why you have to make sure that you are subscribed because if you subscribe, then you'll get an alert that tells you when an episode drops. And while you're there, don't forget to give me a five-star rating if you like what you hear. All right. Well, until next time, I'll talk to you guys. Bye. Bye.